that's cute, no? From your kid? Yeah. Um, it's nice to know they like Dad, you. can you fix my hair? I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even see this still. This had to have been a week later. I pulled this out. My laptop, I don't use this very often anymore. And my wife, my wife, <coughs> my daughter, she read it to me. She's the one that wrote it. I was like, oh, fix your hair. Long time ago. Long time ago. <laughs> Trying to sneak a note on the laptop. I just write them right here, right on the laptop itself. <laughs> I that's where that. I write them. I just get a pencil and write that's them on there. Straight up graffiti on there. Yeah, and that's how I keep my notes. These erase, they come right off. <laughs> Dude. Episode 15, Greg. Yeah, man. Dude, this is a long time. This one's going to be a big one. You feeling this one? I don't know. <coughs> hey, remember when you um, sent that message about Hawaiian Airlines? Yeah. Or not Hawaiian Airlines. I fly Hawaiian. You got Southwest. Yeah, we got the cheap ones. <laughs> you got the nice expensive I got airlines. the sleeping ones, you know? The $3,000 ones. Wow, no, dude. I didn't. That's awesome. But I have, I, I, we've had points to Hawaiian Airlines for at least six years, no joke. Really? At least, yeah. Wow. And, and we've been wanting to use them. And, and every time we're going to use them, we just don't. We've been to Hawaii twice since then, but we just haven't used these points. And so I'm like, finally, like, we're just going to use them. You know, you're, our, our, both our anniversaries are around the same time in December. Yeah, yeah. So we booked it. And then you text me and said, hey, we booked Hawaii. <laughs> like a week difference from Yeah, Hawaii. a week different. We didn't even know, man. That's funny. I think it's hilarious. That is really funny. Yeah, we want to go to, we found these cheap tickets on Southwest. So we're that like, is cheap. let's go. Now we got to figure out where we're staying. Does Southwest fly a different airplane? Like, is it more comfortable than their normal airplanes if they're flying out there? Or is it the same old? I cannot tell you. I have no idea. I am so curious about that. Because I know other people have flown Southwest. I haven't asked them that, but... I bet it's not any more comfortable. <laughs> Just six hours on the... Six the hours tube, on the cardboard seat. That's it. Yeah. Oh. Uh, we, did, we did pay for the priority boarding so we could Good. try and get seats together. I was going to ask if you used points or something for it to get priority... No, we just paid for it. <laughs> we don't have any. That points. makes sense. It's worth it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was you like, the front. Yeah, or you know, just at least sit next to each other. Like we went on a trip to Nashville a couple of years ago, and I was in one row and she was in the one behind no. me. Yeah, that's the only thing left. Because you know how Southwest is, everybody comes, and then the middle seats are always left open. So we're like, well, okay, we'll sit in the middle. Not as romantic. You're like holding the hand of the... the like, hey, babe, what's up? How's it going back there? The, the man next to you. It's not the same as holding your wife's hand. Not the it? same, dude. Yeah. No. No. He uses more lotion. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah. His hands were really soft for what they really should have been. Really soft? I didn't expect it. Okay, so I moved to the knee. Just held on to his knee. <laughs> he didn't have... He had short shorts, so it was just bare skin. Just... You know, I just felt the hair, and it wasn't the same either. Oh, but that should be fun. Dude, we're excited. We're excited, but we do need to find a place to stay. And I realized, so we've never been to Maui. I've been to other islands. Yeah. And we don't know exactly where to stay. You said you're staying on the west side? On the west side. I booked, so everything we did was through points. Oh, yeah. I had Hyatt, Hyatt, Hyatt credit card? Yeah. So I booked one on the east side. And then I found this other hotel that looked like it'd be better... You know what I mean? Nicer, better pool, better well, We're beach. looking at the and hotels, so and, and they're not cheap over there, man. Are they not? Dude, they're, they're expensive. 
That's probably why it took all my points <laughs> for like three nights, four nights, whatever it is. I it like, like drained my account of points. I was like, wow. I think it's 25000 a night. That's what we charge. We're charged. So, yeah. That's wow. Wow. Yeah. Four-star hotel. Why would I stay in anything less? Dude, you know why? I mean? would, why would, yeah, exactly. I don't even know why I'm staying in a four when I should be in a five. <laughs> Have you ever stayed in a five-star? I'm curious. No, I don't think we've ever had that privilege. I never have either. I've done fours. I like fours. I've never done a five. Like like the top of our line is the Marriott. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, there's four-star Marriott's. Yeah. 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 There's five-star Marriott's. But yeah, no. Um, isn't that funny? Yeah. I always want to do... One of these days, I'm going to do it. I'm just going to bite the bullet. I'm going to stay in one of those fancy suites. Thousand dollars a night. Yeah, more than that. Yeah, just like <laughs> live it up. That's so much money, it's man. What a waste of it's money. So much money. It's a total waste because you're like, you know, what really is the difference in the bed you're sleeping in? That's the difference is what you're sleeping in because we're not planning on staying in the hotel. You're right. You're, you're used. You're to just not, sleeping in it. Yeah, for the most part. And so to me, it's funny. Although some of those resorts, they have like nice swimming pools and slides and things like that, right? That would be nice. But yeah. Yeah, but you could you could swim in those in a in a, in a not having be in the suite either. That's true. I mean, it's not like you're sweet. You have special privileges to get in the swimming pool. That's true. But no, I don't get why people do spend anywhere over a thousand dollars a night because it's just like I don't know. You're how, just sleeping. I I don't know how people make that much money, man. I, <laughs> that's that's true. just so much money. I gotta find those friends. <laughs> I think I've told you before. We need to find a friend that has a yacht. And I mean, has a private airport. I don't, I don't want to brag, but I am a thousandaire. <laughs> <laughs> That's just so much money, dude. It's a lot of money. Uh, it's impressive. I'm like very happy for those people. Well, this is, I hope to figure out that equation one day. I'm working towards <laughs> That's it. That's what I'm getting at is, is, yeah, can you afford it? Sure. <clears throat> But wouldn't you rather use that money for something different? Well, it's just that's the only thing that's happening for the next five years if that's what I'm paying for. <laughs> no more vacations. No more vacations. No more, you know. Yeah. It's a, it would be a process. Pay off that credit card. That's yeah. it. Dude. I get it. I get it. <laughs> Anyways, that should be a fun trip. And Maui, we've never, I've only stayed in Maui on a cruise one time. We stopped there for like Was it days. nice? Yeah, I, I like Maui. So I, I'm trying to, um, I'm excited because we've never been, so it'll be fun to see and see what that's like. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to convince my wife to get scuba dive certified. Oh, yeah, because you are. Yeah, I am. It's been a long time since I've been, but that'd be a fun little excursion to go on. Get her to do that. Is yeah. she going to do it? I don't know. I don't know. See, that's what I'm saying. If you spend the money there... Well, now you can't spend that thousand dollars a night and you're sleeping. So that's, that's right. what I'm saying. That's why it's better to pay less money and then have that. Just mentally tell her, "Hey, babe, I was gonna book this for a thousand a night, but I decided to do the two hundred and fifty dollar night one." So I just said we're gonna stay in the bucks. hostel for a hundred dollars a night. <laughs> we're sharing a room with five other guys. Are you gonna but guess what we get to do? Are you Are you gonna Airbnb? Or are you going to? We have We haven't decided yet. We were looking a little bit yesterday, but um, I don't know. Airbnbs are nice. Yeah, it might be a good route to go. Kind of by yourself. You stay up as late as you want. Because you can't do that in a hotel. Play the music. <laughs> oh, It'll be, be fun, good. dude. Yeah. We're excited. Be a good time. You guys excited to go? Yeah, yeah. It's good. We're excited. Um, my wife's trying to figure out how to, how to... She wants to go with you guys a little bit, too, but... That'd be so fun. I wish we would have known, but then I said to my wife, should we, like, try and move it back? 
You guys are going too close to Christmas for her. Well, life. that's exactly what I said. I said, this is, this is what Craig said. It's too close to Christmas. And Canada goes, Canada says, it is too close to Christmas. I don't <laughs> like it when we're going. And I'm like, oh, gosh. <laughs> I have to look into that. Anyway, the good news is we did it all with points. So if we needed to move things around, it's easy to do. Is it? Yeah. Well, that is cool. Yeah, we can switch things around easy. And, and I'm wondering if it's meant to be that we go with you. And here's why. Okay. I still haven't booked our flight home or our hotel in Kauai. Oh, really? Yeah. So for some reason, I just never, never got to it. It was on my list, to-do list, every single night for the last So all you have to weeks. change is the hotel stay in... That's all I have to change, and then I still want to get to Kauai, day. yeah. Yeah. Because I already have... Yeah, it's pretty easy switch. So, yeah, we don't have anything planned to go to Kauai. Um, I just wanted to split it up, because we haven't been to either one of those. We did go to Kauai once well, on our honeymoon, so okay. 12 years ago. Yeah, you broke it in. Dude, it's a, that's a cool island. Yeah. Yeah, you'll have fun there. I, I, I'd imagine. I hear it's very pretty, so... Well, they're all pretty to me. Well, dude, see if you can switch it around. Go with us. That'd be fun. We'll see. We'll see. But it won't be... I'm not going to stay the whole time with you. That's we'll fine. like three days there, four days there, whatever it was, and then yeah. Kauai the rest of the time. Yeah, that's cool. And that way we don't get tired of each other either. That's it, man. And we'll have separate hotels. And, and if we don't want to see you one day, we're not going to see you. And then we'll just meet up for dinner or something. There we go. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway. That's great, dude. That'd and be we'll, awesome. And then we'll just do crazy stuff out there, like like scuba dive. We'll go scuba diving together. There, hey, are you certified? No. <laughs> I was going to say, we could go scuba diving, then I don't have to try and convince my wife to go. <laughs> no. Um, I'm scared, man. I'm not scared. I just haven't done it. I would like to do it. I know that they could do it. I think you'd like it. I would it. like to do it. I, I love like it. I love being underwater. It's super it's fun. Peaceful. Candace won't do it. And we could go spear fishing. Um Yeah. 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 As long as the sharks don't come. But you can't scuba dive when you spear fish. You gotta hold your breath. Oh, is that the law? I don't know. Cheating. I don't know if it's a law. Because it's cheating. But yeah, you gotta give the fish a chance, man. Right? You're cheating if you're doing that. It's it, it's like Yeah, you can't cheat. Yeah. You gotta be legit. Yeah, it's like it's illegal to shoot a deer from your car. You yeah. know what I mean? You can't be in the car shooting out of it. Yeah, right. Because you don't want to. Your ears, you'd go deaf. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, I, that would be bad. Yeah, but it would be cool. I always think it'd be cool to do bow and arrow out of the back of a truck, moving. <laughs> like the like in the old days where they shoot their bow and arrow off of the back <laughs> of a horse. Off the horse. Yeah. That'd be so hard. <coughs> Those guys had skills. Speaking of horses. Okay. Candace is going to get a horse tomorrow. Really? For our house, yes. You guys found a horse to get, huh? She got a horse. A free horse. Whoa. Yeah, it's free. Is it wild and untamed? It's it's right off the Salt River. Uh, <laughs> this, this Indian was trying to sell him out of the back of his truck, and Candace's like, I want one. So, we're just going to bring it home see what it does. Dude, that's Bunk awesome. No, uh, do you remember a, that controversy about those Salt River horses a while back? Yeah, I do remember that. Like, they're not, they're super cool because when you go down the river, you see these wild horses running around the desert. Super awesome. But then they're like, trying to get rid of them because they're not native to the area. Right? Right. So, Fishing Game had been getting rid of the horses for years. Finally, someone decided that was a bad idea or they found out about it. I don't know. Yeah. And then they stopped fishing game from doing it. Yeah, like like people all got up in arms. No, you got to let the horses run wild. We don't care if they're not native. I still think they fishing games. Them, right? I still think they take some of them because otherwise it would just be over. It would be overfilled. You think so? Wild horse. I think so. It would. 
it's gonna be a mess. And that's what I always said. My, my argument to the whole thing was, man, one of these days, someone's gonna hit a horse and they're gonna die and then they're gonna shut that whole thing down because they're wild yeah, horses. Yeah, maybe, maybe. But I, I don't hear of horses getting hit very often. No, I don't either. I mean, you got, <laughs> you got bobcats out there taking down the population and stuff, don't you? The coyotes. I guess. I don't know. Do you think a coyote's big enough to take out a horse? No. Just the baby ones, huh? Maybe, but the mom horse is going to kick its butt. But but don't coyotes like hunt in packs? Every time I've seen a coyote, it's by itself. Really? But they do do their call, which means, hey, I found food, which is so weird to me. Why would you call people over when you found food? Like, wouldn't you want to just eat that food? Because they're pack animals, man. You eat the food, and then when you're done, coyotes call are carrying and giving, not like you, Jared. <laughs> they're so loud. You know, when they catch something, yeah. they get excited and they're loud, and they are pack animals. But when I've seen them out in the desert or wherever, I always see them by themselves. I see two. Them. I might see two together. So I used to run along the canals when we lived in downtown Gilbert area, and I seen them around there, and I'd see two or three together. Okay. Yeah. I take I take this back. I have seen a pack of coyotes when we were staying at the Great Wolf Lodge in Scottsdale. Oh, really? It backs up the resort in the pool area. Backs up to uh, it's not desert because then there's the baseball fields and stuff. But there's a stretch. And we probably, one night we were watching them, and there was probably 15 running together. I remember seeing Oh, that. wow. That's yeah, a lot. a big pack. Yeah. Um, I forgot about that. Anyway. That's cool, man. That's yeah. cool. See, coyotes wouldn't scare me so much if I saw them in the wild, but like a wolf, I would be... A little be... more nerveting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'd be like... Same with mm. me. You know, I think it's probably because we grew up here. Coyotes aren't something that you're scared of. It's just a dog that's going to run away. Speaking of coyotes... <clears throat> um, uh, the um, they're building an ice rink and they just named it. Oh yeah! Did you hear the name of it? No. Okay. What's the, the new name? The Coyotes, of the Coyotes ice, ice, rink. ice rink. Mullet Arena. No. Yes. No. Mullet Arena. <laughs> that and can't be true. It's so true, and it's funny to me because when I think of hockey players, they got mullets. Dude, I totally. So I have I enjoy sports. I big huge Phoenix Suns fan. I'm kind of excited they're bringing back the old 93 jerseys from when they went to the finals with Charles Barkley. Oh, are they? Yeah, they're bringing them back old this year, jerseys? Dude. Good. They got to win. None yeah. of the Valley crap. That's old. Those look cool, they too. They can't but... win. They can't win with the Valley. <laughs> they didn't win with the other ones, either. So, I mean, it doesn't matter. But I think it's kind of cool. Huge Suns fan. I enjoy the Cardinals. I even enjoy the Diamondbacks, the one team that's brought us a championship here in the Valley, right? Yeah, their first year. Yeah. Well, it wasn't their Second first year, year, but it was pretty. They were pretty new. Yeah, yeah. that was very fresh. Two thousand one, I believe. I think they started in ninety nine. Okay. And um, so enjoy those sports, but hockey, I just don't care for it, man. <laughs> I have never gotten into hockey. It's maybe it's because I'm from the desert. It has to be. Because the only people I know who, who have their kids in hockey or play hockey aren't from here. Yeah. People who come up, raise it here, they don't play hockey. We don't play hockey here. No, like, I can't skate worth a hill of beans. No. Um, There's no ice. <laughs> it's true. My wife, my wife loves to tell this story. We got rollerblades, and she was pregnant with our first kid. And me and her are out rollerblading, and, you know, she's got her belly. She's pregnant. And we come up to this intersection and this car is coming and I try and stop and I like almost fall and then she's pregnant and she's all graceful coming to a stop does it perfectly and the people in the car are just laughing at me because <laughs> I'm like about to fall on my butt 
<laughs> so I just, I don't know, man. It just wasn't one of those things I ever got into. It is. So they're getting a new arena. Where's the arena at? It's in Tempe. Oh, that's good. East side. Yeah. It's in Tempe. And they're calling it Mullet Arena. Mullet Arena. 5,000 seat indoor multi-purpose arena under construction in Tempe. That's not too many seats. So a lot of people small. are going to use it. Sun Devils are going to yeah. use it. Uh, they're going to offer it up to, to the public. <clears throat> public can you, not, I don't think public, but like, uh, you know, little club teams and stuff mm -hmm. like that are going to be able to use it, which is cool. I like that when they let other people use it because we don't have, we, we just don't have, hockey's just not popular here. Yeah. So it's not like a big, big mm -hmm. deal. And I don't think most people even know about this or care about it, but. It's interesting that we, we have a hockey team, a professional hockey team. You know, Coyotes have talked about leaving for a while, and yeah. for some reason we just keep them. I'm kind of glad they're here, even though it's not a sport I care for. It's kind of yeah. nice to to have that option. But um, but don't they usually name an arena after some big sponsor? So this is named after... A, I, I, got, I should read an article on it, because it's named after somebody, a family... Okay. It's not like mullet, like a real mullet. Like, <laughs> okay. That's what we all think. That's what I thought, yeah. But no, it is named after a family. You'd have, I'd have to look it up. I, I just heard it on the radio this morning. Um, the mullet family is sponsoring Named it, after right? a pair of Arizona State University donors. Okay. Okay. That's what this one, flipboard.com, whatever that means, out of Kansas City. So they donated a bunch of money. Kansas City. They're the people. City they're the type of people that stay at a thousand dollar a night, five star hotels. Yes, they must be dropping a lot of money. Good for them. So mullet. I'm glad their last name is mullet. <laughs> I guess there's two T's in it, maybe. You know, I don't think people are that good at spelling <laughs> nowadays that they're even going to notice the difference, right? No, there's two T's in mullet family versus. Is it a mullet. mullet or mullet? That's right. You're right. How is this said? <laughs> Mule. <clears throat> All right. One more thing I want to talk to you about that I read in the news. Okay. Um. So this comes out of Irvine, California. Okay. Interesting. So for our, our Arizona news, we're going to California. We're going to California. Okay. I like this because it's good. Jack Chen prepped and sipped the same cup of hot lemonade most mornings, but it wasn't until su suffering stomach ulcers and a swelling esophagus that he noticed a chemical taste. That's when he decided to install hidden cameras inside his Irvine home. Okay. So. So he's like, hmm, this is not tasting it's right. It's not tasting right, and he's curious why. Well, he has multiple still shots of his wife pouring uh, Drano into his drinks. Into <laughs> his hot lemonade? <laughs> First of all, I've never had a hot lemonade. I haven't Have either. And when I heard that, it kind of sounds soothing. So, when I went to Argentina, served a mission there, anytime someone got sick, they said, honey and lemon with water was the cure. Hmm. Okay? So, I, that's what I think of when I think of hot. Yeah. Did you say you have it hot? Up, heat it yeah, up? Yeah. Heat it up with honey and lemon. That sounds that was, actually kind of good, too. Drink. But lemonade hot? I've never really had that. I haven't. Is that either. common in other places? I have no idea. Um, but it sounds it sounds like but, something I would try. But apparently, you shouldn't mix it with Drano. No, yeah, I guess that's not good okay. for your body. According <laughs> to this, yeah, he, he was having some stomach ulcers and swollen esophagus. What so, I gotta know? Did they work it out? I believe they filed for divorce. <laughs> <laughs> did they work? It? Okay. Did did he? I can understand why. That's a, that's understandable. <laughs> 
Anyways, <laughs> obviously, this is a brand new article, and so she is in, in, in the United States, we're innocent until proven guilty. So, from what I understand, she is an innocent person, but she's accused of it. She's been accused. Yeah. Messed up. Dude. <laughs> I don't that know. would not be good, man. I don't know if your wife started putting train so, on your... I find this interesting with people, with couples. You fall in love, you get married, whatever, and then some people fall out of love. That happens. Yeah. But why, when you fall out of love, don't you start having conversations with this person? Like, don't you at least, hey, you spend some time with them. You've, you've had some commitments there. Be like, hey, babe, this is not working out. We're fighting a lot. Let's get separated. Let's get divorced. But then you have other people that just like start sleeping around with others or they start putting Drano in their drinks, <laughs> apparently. Why not just have a conversation in the relationship? Why are you, why are you trying like to trying someone. to kill someone or you cheat on them and just break their heart? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think it's a, um, I don't know. That's a good question. First step, I mean, it's, first step it can't be, be an easy conversation. It's, no, it's probably difficult. First step would be counseling. Like you said, we, we're committed. We've done a lot together. Let's do some counseling. Maybe one of us is kind of off track or maybe we're both off track. Let's get some counseling and see if we can get back on track, fall back in love. Um, and if that really isn't working after everything you've trying to do to save it, yeah, and then it's just like, oh, separate, do the divorce. Or if you've just gotten to the point where you're like, I don't even care about canceling, I just don't want to even save this, at least just don't save it. Yeah, I don't need to cheat but on But be you. upfront about it, right? Yeah, I think I think the cheating comes, though, in a different sense. People people need to be fulfilled in certain ways, and if they're not getting it in one way, and someone else is you know offering it, it could take place. And it doesn't necessarily have to be sexually cheating. It could be emotionally, you know, you, you turn to someone to talk to because... They fill your emotional needs versus your spouse filling them. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that can lead to other things. I think that's how most of it starts, in my opinion, but I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I would just hope that I would be able to have a conversation with my spouse if it ever got to that point before it led to... Before you just... Something like that. Right. Right? Because when you do something like that, it's just... It's backstabbing. Yeah, just like if you make a commitment to a person, you need to honor them and that commitment. Yeah. But we do live in a world where commitments are not as important as they used to be, or they're not honored like they used to be, is what it seems to me. Oh, no, I promises just... get broken all the time in my house. <clears throat> Dude, yeah. Pisses me off. Yeah. You can't break a pinky promise. Dude. Wow. No. That was loud. <laughs> that was a text. My wife trying to figure out how to donate to the school. <laughs> Good for her, man. You guys are good people. It's, it's our kids. They get these kids and they're like, <laughs> go to your parents and ask them for money. Because they come home and they're like, we need this, we need this, we need this. Like every day. And I'm like, oh my goodness. You know, that is really interesting. And every kid has at least one class or one activity that they're trying to get money for, or raise money for, right? And I wonder, how do they raise all that money? Because every single kid has one. And all of their friends, their parents are getting them from their own kids. And yeah, grandma's getting it from their 10 grandkids or whatever they have. How are they supposed to donate to all of it, man? Okay. I've got three kids all in that same school. I said, I'll give you guys a hundred bucks. Split three ways. 33, 33, 33 whatever. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I said, you each get 33 bucks is what I said. Okay, dad. Because I'm like, I'm not giving, and one of my sons was like, dad, just give me the whole hundred. <laughs> Who cares about my it's siblings? Like, I, to me, it's fine because it's a tax write-off. I mean, it's just as good as paying your heirs on the taxes. But at the same time, it's, you know, like you said, you got a lot of kids or grandkids. How do you split all that up? Yeah, or I got nieces and nephews. I'm like, I'll give to my kids. How much do I give to the nieces and nephews, right? It's a lot. It's draining. It's a lot, man. I just heard on the radio today that it costs to raise a child to the age of 17. I heard this. $300,000. Yeah, just over 300000 right? That's a lot of money. I was thinking, man, I'm not going to be able to raise my five kids. I can't make that much. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to die. Dude, how much money is that? you got to be rich, Jared. That is a lot of money. Times five. That's $1.5 million. I'm loaded. How am I going to do it, Craig? Dude. I'm banks. You know? That's amazing. i got to figure out. I mean, there's a movie that is it. What's that movie with that couple that, that he loses his job and then they start robbing banks? Uh, Jim Carrey. Um, <laughs> Jack know. and Jill or it's their names. I feel like I, I feel like I've seen it though. It's hilarious. <laughs> like, hey, times are tough. Let's uh, let's rob some banks. Fun with Dick and Jane. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. Oh, and, man, and yeah, he lost his job. And anyways, they started like doing like criminal activities to get money. <laughs> it's just so funny, and they're like normal people. Not saying criminals are normal people. I just mean saying. <laughs> It's okay. I don't think you have to They're try. They're family. And, I don't think you have to try and be nice to criminals. It's fine. You're right, actually. Right. You can't family. offend anybody, but you can offend criminals. So it's fine. Yeah. Um. So were you listening to the news this morning on the same radio station? So um, no. This was on a different. It was a podcast that I oh, heard it on. Okay. But the guy brought up a good point that a lot of that is childcare and childcare costs have gone up. Right? Both parents right. are working where we've got a lot of two. And that's expensive. So like in, an, in your situation, yeah, you could probably have your wife work. But with five kids, to pay for childcare for five kids. Take all the money. Takes all her money. So it's like, do you want to pay to have somebody else raise your kids or have one of you stay home and work raising the kids, right? right. That's kind of what we thought. I like having one of us raise our kids. Does your wife want a job? Is she... Something she wants to fit. You know, we've had this discussion a lot because she is very smart and would do really good. She'd probably make a lot of money. Um, but it's like, it always goes back to, do we want somebody else teaching our kids? Right. And do we want our kids having a relationship with us? So we decided that we would rather have her stay home and teach the kids, at least till they get to school, right? She'll probably yeah, get a job get once a job. the youngest gets into school right right now he's only three well he'll be turning three a couple more years yeah he's crazy man yeah he's a wild one Bo at that age yeah Bo wild I'm a Bo Jackson man Bo Gentry that's his name Bo Gentry (laughs) he is pretty wild huh oh yeah wait wait yeah that's your only boy that's our only boy yeah Yeah. you're feeling it you had those girls normal humans 
And then you get a boy and you're like, what is happening? <laughs> He's fun. He's fun. He kept us up last night, though. He got a good nap yesterday, so he did not oh, sleep well last bed. night. Yeah. So he jumps into our bed, and then he starts kicking us. And we're like, dude, if you're going to kick us, you cannot stay in here, man. Right, right. <laughs> so I got a rule about that. I, no, I don't like kids. They won't sleep in my bed. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Um, and I'll let them fall asleep in the bed before I get in, and then I got to take them. I guess there's a comfort of being in your parents' bed. It's a, I think it's a good rule to not have them stay in your bed because we, we don't have that either. But last night we let them like jump in for a little bit. Yeah. I think it lasts about 10 minutes. We took them out. Get out. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. There must be some comfort that comes from that. I would have never wanted to sleep in my parents' bed. Of course I say this and then my dad, my, I think our only listener is my dad. <laughs> I don't even think he knows it exists. But anyway, I could see him saying, no, there was a time you slept in the bed. Oh, I'm you know sure I mean? of it, yeah. But I can't remember. Yeah, you're too young. I doing that. That's unfortunate we can't remember the, those times when we were young and life was simple, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think I think back, the, the farthest back I can remember is like probably, I don't remember, five years old, I think is like my farthest back memory. That seems about when I start remembering stuff, it's about that age. Just vague little... Almost like screenshots, like just little yeah, nothing real, things. nothing real. Um, what's the right word? In depth or yeah, maybe some feelings. I remember sitting one time. My mom left to take the kids to school, and I thought she left me. And I remember sitting there by the stove crying for like fifteen minutes till she came home. I remember that? <sighs> Hiding from my mom at the clothing store. That was always fun. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Uh, she didn't like it, but I liked it. <laughs> well, no. Yeah. <laughs> so, when we were... When we were scouts, young scouts, we would hide from our leaders. So, so scouts started at 7 o'clock. And we would, we would be there, but we would go and hide underneath at the church. They had, uh, like, stages. Mm. And underneath the stages where you put the tables and chairs and everything. And we'd go under there and hide behind everything. And they would try to find us. And I, guys, we gotta start. We gotta start. Dude, we did it almost every Wednesday. Looking back, now that I was a scoutmaster, I would have left. I would have just. You're like, see you, kids. I would have texted the parents and said, hey, your kids are at the church. I'm not doing anything with them tonight. Too bad when you were in scouts, they didn't have phones to text with. <laughs> it's so frustrating. But as a kid, it is so fun. <laughs> but, but as an adult, you know, trying to be the responsible one, you're like, this isn't fun. Dude, I was in charge of 11-year-old scouts at one point. And <coughs> in our state, we kind of combined all the wards because there just wasn't enough youth at the time. And so there were a couple of these scouts that were just not headed. They just did not want to do anything. Like the whole group's ready and they're like, meh, who cares? So I made them start running laps in the gym and doing like push-ups. <laughs> And then when they wouldn't do it, I was like, okay, now the whole group's going to do it until you start. So, like, punishing the whole dude. And then they get after their own. Yeah. Yeah, yeah dude. It worked. And, and the bishop at the time walks in and sees me yelling at these kids, making them do a workout. And he looks over and he just starts laughing and walks away. <laughs> He's like, I ain't getting involved. They give you little turds, you know? And, and, and what's funny is, like I said, that was us. Yeah, we dude. were the little turds. Dude, totally. It just comes back. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs>
just comes back. At that age, my kids yesterday were driving home, and and I we try to uh, we were talking to them about some things, and 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 we try to let them be open with us about everything. He goes, I don't want to say this because I don't want you to be mad. I was like, No, you're cool, dude. You can say it. And he goes, I feel like we're slaves to you and mom. And you guys tell us where we're going and how long we're going to be there and when we're leaving and and all these things that are just slaves. Yeah. And it's interesting to me. I'm not going to go on with what we talked about. But it's interesting to me that the perspective because they see it as restrictions. Like they tell me to, you know, i got to go to school. I have to do my homework when I get home. Like these are rules and they're the worst. And it's just interesting the perspective that people can have versus, you know, when you get a little more mature, you see things, the big picture, you're like, okay, well, and that's why I tried to bring it up. I said, I said, you know, in the military, because he's like, I want to be in the military. It's like, oh, you want to be in the military. All right. And you want, and me and mom are, you know, you're a slave to us. I was like, well, son, in the military, it's a little different, but you might, might be good for you. Yeah. So I'm down with him joining the military. That's interesting. And it is interesting that the kids think of it that way because, yeah, we do have to set rules and stuff just to make the household work and all that. But I think it's the opposite. We're the slaves. The parents we, are. <laughs> everything we are. Everything we do. All the money I earn goes to feeding you. I have to feed for you, clean after you, to provide you with schooling, everything, right? That was Candace's point to him because we were picking him up from Airsoft. Yeah. We dropped him off. I dropped him off. At 4.30, I left work early. I, I, it was, it's an hour, at least an hour and a half drive total. I drove, dropped him off, came home, we did our thing at 8 o'clock, picked him up, and then I'm buying him Taco Bell. Yeah, yeah. I'm in the Taco Bell drive-thru and With he's complaining your money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> wait. Kids. You're our slaves? They're or awesome. I'm the slave. <laughs> that's so funny because that's the point Candace brought up. And I was like, let's just listen to him and see what he says. It's just funny. So we had a fun uh, conversation with our daughter. Uh, me and Brittany took her out. And she's nine. So we're starting to think, okay, you're getting to that age where you're going to start going through puberty. And you're going to start, I don't know what your friends are talking about at school, but start talking about sex and stuff, right? So we just want our daughter to feel comfortable to come with us with everything. And we want to present, hey, you can talk to us about everything. We don't want you to be scared. Right. But we're going to have that talk. It was so funny, dude. Like having that first sex talk, right? Mm-hmm. We kind of tell it. And we're just very straightforward with her. Hey, here's what happens. You know, you have an egg in the woman. You have sperm and the man and they get together and we're like how does that get together and we tell her kind of you know well the penis goes into the vagina just straight up and she turns and she says why are you telling me this why would anybody do that i was like oh this is great i've heard those same words why would people do that i've heard that well Well, when you get a little bit older, you go through puberty, you'll understand. But just come with us with questions. Yeah. Well, I was talking to my... Uh, same same conversation yesterday, driving home, to the other son, who's... How old's Connor? He's 11. And we're like, Connor, you got to stop talking so crude. Like, you know, certain words that are said that are crude. And he goes, well, that's how I make friends. 
<laughs> I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, that's how all my friends talk, so that's how I talk. And I was like, okay, so you can't just be someone's friend by just saying, hey, let's be friends? He's like, no, you have to talk, whatever. And I was like, oh my God, it was just so funny because what you just said, I, it just reminded me, because he's really crude. Crude, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know if we can say, what are we about to say on the project? I don't know. I mean, we want to keep this family friendly, right? But I just <laughs> did say penis and vagina, so I apologize. <laughs> I should have warned you if you had little kids. Earmuffs. Earmuffs. But anyways, it's just funny because kids nowadays at school, and my son Jackson talks about it, he sees kids watching porn on their phones at school. No. Yeah, and they'll say it. They're like, Dude. I'm just watching porn right now. And he can hear it on their phone. This is, this at is high school? He's in junior high. He's in junior high. But yeah. No shame? No. It's like a cool thing to do. No, like, why would you want to watch that in front of other people? I have no idea. To me, it's like, no, that's private time. <laughs> that's weird, man. That's private time. That's... <laughs> yeah, he told me that. And I was like, this is weird. This is... But the whole way we grew up is so much different now. Dude, and, it is, and, huh? And it was different the way we grew up than our parents grew up. And it's just, it's just escalating. And that's what my kids are like. They think we're old. And they're like, you guys are so old school. That's how they did it in the olden days. Oh. And I'm like, I'm not that old. Dude, that's, that is weird. <laughs> that's what they say to me. That we're in the olden days. Yeah. Dad, this is the future. That's what they say. This is the future. Back in the late 1900s. <laughs> Guys, it wasn't that long ago. Wait, maybe it was. <laughs> maybe it was. Maybe it was that long ago. But anyways, kids these days are exposed to, like, you, I'm glad you're talking to your kid at such a young age because they're exposed to it. Their friends yeah. see it. Their friends talk about it. Their friends... You can't be naive to think that they won't. I mean, we did. I mean, I remember learning that stuff at that age, you know? Yeah. You just got something that's natural. You got to talk about it. But it is funny, that first reaction. What? Yeah, that's... Well, funny. who would ever do that? That's disgusting. She just loses it. Dad, don't ever talk about that again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and no, kids need this discussion. Like, you guys are doing the right thing, in my opinion, with... Being open with them up front so they can feel comfortable talking about something uncomfortable yeah. to you. Dude, that's weird though if they're watching that kind of stuff in the hallways. I thought that was the weirdest thing. That's what my son told me. He's like, Dad, people do it at school. That's, in the hallways that's phones. weird. Yeah, I thought that was the weirdest thing. That can't be healthy for a kid. No, 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 no. That's got to mess things up Yeah. Uh, long term. Because what happens is, you know, we don't have to have a discussion on pornography, but, but it... it, it, it it desensitizes you to the point where you look at a woman. I don't know why it's always a guy, but it's, that's just what it is. Guys look at porn. Um, you look at a woman in a different way than, than what she is. And that's what the problem is. Yeah. So, it's and it's and it's addictive. I get it's being exposed to it and stuff, but when it's just like, if you're to the point where you're just watching it like you would watch a regular movie. <laughs> you busy man, dude. I like that. Okay. So now that we've talked about the birds and the bees <laughs> and perverted kids running around the halls of school looking at porn. I do have to talk. I want to talk to you about something that's kind of important. Okay. Let's do this. I'm here for you, Jerry. Okay. All right. <laughs> so, um, there was a, uh, the first time since 2012, I believe, Zillow reported the Phoenix market in real estate. We gotta get back to the real estate thing. Okay, going back to real estate. This is the whole point of everything, okay. right? All right. Um, uh, a drop in home prices. Ba boom! How much? Two point eight, I believe. Two point eight percent. Okay, so I went to a meeting 
this last week that talked about very up-to-date numbers. They said we've, we've experienced a 4% drop. Oh. I trust average. that one more than Zillow percent. On average. Now, with that being said, that's not too much. And it depends on the areas of the valley that we're looking at. Correct. Right? So there's an article, um, azbigmedia.com. Shout out. I don't even know people. <laughs> Shout says, out, guys. Says uh, five metro Phoenix neighborhoods most likely to retain home value. One, Arcadia. Yeah. That's where the rich people live. Paradise Valley. Yeah. Scottsdale. And then it says, lumps these three together, Gilbert, Chandler, Mesa, the East Valley. Cool, right? And then downtown Phoenix. Queen Creek didn't make it. <laughs> the QC did not make it, man. Dude, that's crazy. Santan no. Valley. And, and, and the thing is, I don't know. I, just, I still don't see. It's not going to be a 2007-8 So we, we've had conversations around this. You know, when the, when this first started, we started seeing a shift in the market. Right. Um, there's a ton of agents, ton of people in the industry saying, oh, there's not enough houses. We're, we're not, we're not going to see a drop. But me and you both kind of said, you know, I think we'll see a little bit. Um, my estimation has been somewhere around 10 to 20% are the numbers that I've been throwing out. I don't have anything to really tell you why I say those numbers, but I think we'll see a little bit. Yeah. What we won't see is, is prices return back to, like in the Valley, you used to be able to buy a home for 250000 Nice home. Good, good starter home. Right. That's not going to happen. Right? Um, but a little bit of decrease, and it's just because things have gotten to the point of unaffordability. Now we still do have an issue that there's a lot of people moving here. Yeah, a lot. And there's not enough homes for the population increase that's expected. However, it also has to be affordable. And we had, you know, in 2020, 30 plus percent appreciation. In 2021, 30 plus percent appreciation. That's not sustainable long-term. It's just not. Wages were not increasing by 30% at the same time. I wish. Yeah, that'd be sweet, that'd be right? Awesome. <laughs> so, as a result, it reached a point of unaffordability for people. Right. It's like the guy on the corner saying, I'll sit out you the Snickers for five bucks. Well, at some point, people are like, hey, I can go to the grocery store and buy it for $1.50. You're just not going to pay that. And so that's what we're seeing. And that's why, if you actually look at the numbers year over year, house prices are still higher than they were. A year ago but if you look at house prices compared to the peak which is about April May yeah we've gone down about four percent that is some great data so good right <laughs> should get everybody excited they love numbers <laughs> oh, I needed to bring this back to the podcast because we need to talk about your business, Craig, as a, as a licensed Arizona real estate professional. So here's what I'm seeing. I'm seeing this small window here where buyers can get good deals um, and then people that are looking to move up, they still have enough equity. Maybe, maybe they aren't going to sell their home for exactly what they thought they would sell it for, but they still have really good equity. And we can do contingent offers again. Yeah. Meaning we can put an offer in on another home, 
get it accepted contingent upon your home selling. So these people that were getting squeezed out of the middle are starting to have a little bit of an opportunity here to to really level up. This this benefits a lot of buyers that are in the situation where it's like, hey, I need a little bit bigger of a house or I need to move a little bit closer to work or I need a, a home that has a home office or guess what, we're having a couple more kids so we need some space for that. Those type of buyers are gonna be in a really good situation here I think for the next couple of months. So that's kind of exciting. Yeah. Yeah, no, and then that's what I've seen more and more of. Um, um, people who realize, hey, the top just left, top of the market if there was a top, but I could still get a lot of money and equity out of my house and I'm just gonna move up to this other house. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Cool, man. Well. Thank you, Craig. Thanks for meeting with us this morning. I mean, I, you take your time out of your day to just just present this beautiful podcast to all the listeners. Dude, I, I got to thank our listeners. Thank you, guys. Yeah, thank, thank you. Thank you for being there for us. <laughs> Till next time. Till next time. Ah!